Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now! Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply it's Chicago Bulls thing. This podcast is part of the Fans First Sports Network. So wherever you're listening, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, give us the thumbs up, hit the bell, and leave us some comments down below. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm very well, Matthew. How are you? Uh, yeah, not good. <laughs> um, but we won't go into that. I've already told you why, but yeah. Bit of a rough day here by all accounts. <laughs> um, yeah, all I'll say is London. <laughs> I'm, I'm parked alongside the Thames at the minute, so yeah. But anyway, enough about that. The uh, therapy session is needed today. Um. Uh, we just wanted to give it a bit. We're trying to sort of finish the off season and start building towards this next season now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, one part that we wanted to finish is well, a bit of an update on Sea Red UK because quite a lot's happened. Um, as we said at the start of the off season, we. Um, you know, we were, we weren't going anywhere. We were going to keep dropping episodes. We were going to keep keep working away behind the scenes. 
basically and basically try and build the brand that we've we've created and in doing that obviously we've dropped the website cuk.com um which is still still out there not a lot put on there at the minute obviously not a lot to write about but there is some pieces due um then obviously we went on to youtube which as you, if you're watching on youtube this is all new um and we've actually got a new background for today's version so check that out if you're on the only on the audio uh, and then obviously we joined the network as we said at the start the fans first sports network doesn't affect how you listen in any sort of way but it benefits us in terms of obviously the creative tools that we've now got and a bit of support and a bit of sort of well help from from the network basically and potential to link up with other podcasts yeah um then as we announced it last week the partnership with uh usa sports you know that they're offering us 15 percent off at the minute um the partnership that we've got going with them and that was just basically to try and give back a little bit to people who were following us listening to us whatever you want to do um you know, obviously, we're very, very thankful to USA Sports for it. It's been pretty easy to, to get set up as well. A few emails and stuff like that. And the last one, kind of mentioned it a little bit last week that we were sort of waiting for something to come through. Um, and it's, as Neil's just put up in the top corner, Andy's Man Club. And obviously, I've got it on my T-shirt. Now, Andy's Man Club is... It's basically a charity that we want to raise awareness for. Um, for those that don't know, obviously it's a men's, it's a, a charity set up. They have groups where men can go and talk because, as we've mentioned before on this podcast, men don't talk. And that's what Andy's Man Club is all about. Now they have meetings every Monday, 7pm till 9pm. And it's apart from bank holidays. And it's basically just go and a cup of tea biscuits and you just chat there's, some, there's a, a format to it it's not medical in any way it's not recorded in any way and if you can't attend these groups they do have an online one um, i've actually been to them so i can testify to it and you know it is it's good and we just wanted to use the platform we've got basically to to raise awareness for a charity we're not making any money from it in any way, shape or form. Um, it's just basically I'm promoting it personally in my own time as well. Um, obviously, like I say, I attend it. And it's just basically put it out there for, for people to see. At some point, we may look to help raise money for them, but that's something further down the line. Like I say, we're constantly working, working away behind the scenes. So... As Neil's got a cross going across the bottom, their hashtag is it's it's okay to talk. Um so if anyone wants any sort of advice on it, they do have obviously the website, um, and his man club. And they're on all the socials. And if you don't want to contact them, feel free to contact me and I'll put you in the right direction. And um yeah, that's pretty much where we're at with C Red UK. That's, our off season, we haven't really had one, have we? We haven't, we haven't stopped. No. Um, so I don't know if there's anything you want to throw in there in case I've missed anything. Uh, I don't or think you've missed anything at all. Busy you've been. 
Um, yeah, we, you know, like you say, uh, we keep going behind the scenes, um, very much driven by yourself. And um, it's just, I think it's such a great thing to be involved with. Um, men's mental health is still kind of a taboo subject and it shouldn't be. It should be much more open and out there. And we've been brought up with this um, with this belief that guys have to suck it up and, and guys have to just get on with it. And, and that's just not the case at all. I mean, it doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what background you have. If you've got issues, talking about it does help. And, and that's exactly what Andy's Man Club tries to provide. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing I didn't say is they have location, uh, 142 locations, I think, throughout England, Wales and Scotland. You know, and all you have to do is go on the website and find well, postcode in and it'll tell you where the closest club is. Like I say, Mondays, 7pm till 9pm. Um yeah, obviously, like you say, men don't talk, but that's something we're trying to help promote, basically. Um, we spoke about it before, briefly on here, it's sort of our own sort of struggles with it at times and yeah. stuff like that. And the reason why, obviously, we're highlighting men is because predominantly our listeners are male. Obviously, we're yeah. both male. Um and I work in very, very male, sort of heavy, uh, sort of workplaces, basically. So everyone I deal with on a day-to-day basis is male, and I kind of see it firsthand as well when somebody is struggling. So yeah, that's that's it. That's why we chose Andy's Man Club. That's what we've been up to through the summer. I mean, you've had your little holidays as well. <laughs> yeah, so it hasn't been all work. You want to say? I said that's good for you too to have a holiday and have a break. It's good for the mental health. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't get many holidays. I'm, I don't live a lavish lifestyle like you. <laughs> yeah, I knew the digs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where we're at with um, Red UK. And obviously, I'll throw it to you to speak about the network. Or highlight the network. Yeah, as Matt mentioned, Fans First Sports Network is uh, is what's the driving force behind us now. We're part of, of that network and have been now for a few weeks. Um, they're great to work with. They provided us with different platforms that we didn't have previously. So it's it's really kind of upped our game a little bit, particularly on the YouTube channel. Um, and they are running a fantastic competition I spoke about in the last pod. I'm going to go over it again. Um, you know, for any sports fans out there, it is worth listening to, particularly if you are stateside and if you like American football. If you are a fan of an NFL team, would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you could be in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice. That's with a value of up to $5,000. The rules to enter are very, very simple. Go to contestfansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. And this contest closes on September 4th. So get in there, get your entry in, 
and who knows you might just get lucky absolutely uh if i was in america i'm not even a, a football fan but i'd definitely be entering so right on to the the main part of this episode and we, we are actually going to talk some bulls like i say we're basically trying to finish off the the off-season talk at the minute aren't we yeah. and last week espn dropped their their rankings or their predictions on the rankings win loss for the east and as neil's got going across the bottom they've got bulls to be the 11th seed now i don't know if anybody's seen the article heard about it already read it whatever i know the podcasters have spoke about it but we're just going to give our opinion on it mm-hmm. so for those that haven't seen it they've obviously broken it down into win losses for the east and as I said, they've got Bulls finishing 11th. So I'll go down the rankings and the sort of win-losses, what they're going to have for the said team. And then we'll dis- we'll say why we disagree with it. Because I'm sure you disagree with it just as much as I do. Um, they've got Celtics to top the East uh, with 55 and 27. Then they've got Bucks, 54-28. Cavs, 50-32. 76ers, 47-35. So they're obviously the top four. Mm-hmm. And then finishing off the playoffs, they've got Heat and Knicks, both on 46 and 36. Then the playing teams, they've got Hawks, 41-41. Nets, 39-43. Pacers, 38-44. Magic, 38-44. And then this is where Bulls come in at 11 with 37.45. Below them, Raptors, 36.46. Hornets, 30.52. Pistons, 26.56. And then, rounding it off, Wizards, 24.58. So, before we talk about Bulls, um, what do you make of how they've they've got the rest of the East looking? Uh, Okay, I don't terribly disagree with the top three um i guess sixes have to go into fourth then as well even though they're a bit of an uncertainty in my mind um we still really don't know what's happening with harden um and who knows what they're going to look like to be honest um in regards to the miami heat and the new york knicks the fact that they have them tied at an equal split of 46 and 36 i guess you know, you could argue for them being flipped around at any point uh, with a game or so in between that. I, I I don't terribly disagree with it. I think Miami Heat are a little bit overrated at the minute just purely because they got as far as they did last season. As for the regular season, they, they don't really lock in. Uh, well, Jimmy certainly doesn't lock in for the regular season too much. Um, they don't like to put on too much of a show for their fans. I don't know why the fans keep going. But um, they're a playoff team. Once they get to the playoffs, they do their thing and they proved that last year. <clears throat> I don't know about the Knicks. Though. I wouldn't be drastically surprised if the, if the, the wheels start to fall off a little bit for the Knicks this season. Um, but it's hard, to, it's hard to kind of tell. As for the rest of them, well, I mean, there's very little, isn't there, between the Hawks all the way down as far as the Raptors um, they're all pretty closely bunched up. There's only a handful of games 
between all of them, um, especially with the Pacers and the Magic on equal peggings. Personally, I think the Pacers are going to impress people this year. I think the Pacers could quite easily slide up that table a couple of places, to be honest with you. And I won't get into the the Bulls and lower just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, Celtics, you know, they've been the team for the last two years now, really, haven't they, in the East? Um, have they improved by bringing in Pozingas? Depends on if he stays healthy. Personally, I, I don't think they have. I, I think losing Marcus Smart, which is already not <laughs> going to damage them. And yeah, he's already injured. Yeah. Uh, and I think obviously having sort of two long seasons with no success, it's, eventually it's all going to you know, something's got to give in that team, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they started getting on Jill and Bones back, didn't they? So, to me, Celtics, they're not, not the runway sort of leaders like ESPN have got. Um, and then I don't think Bucks, you know, we've already seen the things now of Yanis saying that if there's no success, he doesn't know if he's going to sign another extension. Mm-hmm. You know, They've not improved in any sort of way either, have they? Do you know, what I mean? like playing wise, they brought back Chris Middleton. You know, where's he been for the last two years? You know, he's not. I don't see him as a threat. If it wasn't for Yanis, Bucks would be nowhere. Um, and obviously, Cavs third. Yeah, I think the wheels fell off a little bit with Cavs towards the end of the year, didn't it? Last it did. Year. Yeah. Um. All right. They've brought in Max Struess, which. You know, solid bench player for him. He's going to yeah. put up points when he turns up. Seems to give him a bit more firepower, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Cavs' core. You know, with obviously Mitchell, um, Garland, uh, Jarrett Allen. Uh, what's the guy called? For Mob uh, Mobley in it. Evan Mobley. Yeah. So I do like their core, but I think. Yeah, I think where they sort of fall down slightly is, is it the sort of depth. I don't think they're that strong. You know, if Allen goes down with an injury, for example, who's stepping up to replace him? Um, but yeah, I can kind of agree with them being third. 76ers, God knows what's going on there. You know, if, yeah. if Harden decides he's wearing his fat suit to start, then. They're screwed out of it because Embiid's not going to be healthy all season either. MVP Joel Embiid. Um, yeah, but if they turn it on, then obviously they will. They're more than capable of being fourth, as we've seen. And like you say, this is where it starts getting interesting for me. Now, between Heat and Bulls, obviously fifth and eleventh, they've put a quick maths, nine game difference. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just ridiculous. Like I, said, I don't want to switch too much on Bulls just yet, but that's just ridiculous considering how close we ran Heat last year. They've got worse, we've improved. So how, I, I just don't get how there's that much of a gap. Knicks, like you said, I think the, the wheels are due to fall off. Yeah. I know they've, all right, they brought in... Um, 
what's his name, Josh Hart. Does he really improve them that much? You know, it's Jalen Brunson in it. He's sort of leading that team now. Yeah. And there's only so many minutes the players can play before Tibbs destroys them, isn't there? So burn out. I think that's that's what's going to end up coming. So, I mean, for me, anywhere between Heat and bottom of the playing where they've got it, even as far down as Raptors, you know, to me, Bulls have improved more than any of them teams. You know, the teams that have got in the playing, Hawks, all right, Hawks are going to be there, but to me, they haven't improved. They brought in, what, Patty Mills and got rid of Collins and brought in, did they bring in Rudy Gay for Collins? Rudy Gay. You know, it's... it's They've got them going well. Been a yeah, got them been a five hundred team. Do you know what I mean? So, but if you look back, Bulls actually ended up finishing better than Hawks. All right, they didn't in the standings, but they went further than them in the playing. So, uh, Nets. God knows what's going on there. <laughs> Why people remain high on Nets? I I don't know. You're right, Cam Johnson, Michael Bridges, two good players. Can they carry a franchise though? Because who else have next got Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, if he decides to show up, if he turns up, yeah. And then it's these two for me. Pacers are magic. I don't know why people are so high on them. You know, everyone's saying Pacers had a brilliant off season. What did they do? They brought in was it Bruce Brown? Yeah, a role player from Nuggets. Or he's got his ring. He doesn't change a franchise, though, does he? All right, they've still got Halliburton, Turner, uh, Matherin, them sort of players, but at the end of the day, Bruce Brown, to me, doesn't improve that team more than the Bulls have improved. And then Magic, God knows, you know. Um, good young core, ready to take that step, but all it takes is an injury to one of them and that's it, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't think they've got a leader on the team in any sort of way to guide that young core. So they will upset a few teams, I'm sure, but I just can't see them finishing above Bulls. And then on to Bulls. They've got them 37 45. And that's obviously three wins less than what we got last year. Yet we've actually improved on paper. Um, yeah, we're still yet to see it. You know, the, the argument is we've kept that same core DeRozan, Vooch, and Zach. But them, for me, them three players are not going to finish in 11th. You know, they're, they're not going to allow Bulls to finish 11th. We've added Tory Craig, Javon Carter. And to me, like, the problem last year was that gap between. The big three, medium three, whatever you want to call them, and that young core. To me, the players in between just weren't. Well, there was nobody. Andre Drummond that didn't get played, Goran Dragic that left, you know. So by having Javon Carter and Tory Craig in the middle, bridging that gap, and another breakout year from Kobe, hopefully from P. Will, I can't see how we're going to lose three, three more games. From what we did last year, you know, when they say the argument is we've kept that core, 
that call last year got us 40 wins. So how does that call now drop to 37 wins? I, said, I can't get my head around that bit. The, the argument they, they're going to make is that, well, the rest of the East has got better, but I don't think the East has got drastically better around them to that point. No, and that, that's what I mean. You know, like them teams that they've got above them, apart from the top four, Heat, Knicks, Hawks, Nets, Pacers, Magic. Like you said, they're not drastically better. Have they improved at all? Do you know what I mean? They've got draft picks in. Obviously, Pacers and Magic. They're not guaranteed to, to do anything, are they? You know, like I said, Bruce Brown going to Pacers. To me, that doesn't move the needle in any sort of way. He's not somebody I'm particularly worried about us playing against. Knicks, all right, you can say they've improved, but as we just said, the wheels are about to fall off or due to fall off. Nets, I mean, they how, how big did they fall off last year after trading everyone away? You know, the fall off was massive and they still had Bridges and Johnson then. So, you know, I mean, obviously we're not giving our predictions just yet anyway. We're going to do that further down the line on a different episode. Um Obviously, the teams below Bulls, Raptors, Hornets, Pistons, Wizards. Yeah, Raptors have got worse. Obviously, we we pushed them all the way last year and then beat them in the play-in. Hornets are a complete mess. I actually like Pistons. I like the look of their team. And I think, you know, they're no different to Magic, really. A young core with... I mean, obviously, they've got a new coach as well now, haven't they? Yeah. Um you know, so, and I think Pistons turned it around a little bit at the end of last year when, and they've got Cade Cunningham to come back as well. Exactly, yeah. You know, so, I really like Jaden Ivey too. I think he's going to be a great player for them. And obviously, Wizards are probably more a mess than Hornets are, aren't they? They've tried to blow it up and, yeah. well, they've blown it up and not done anything since. So. <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't, to be fair, I don't expect anything different from ESPN. We've mentioned it before. It's why you don't get the national games. You know, it was a 15-man panel or something, wasn't it, that's put these predictions out. Don't know who they are. Don't, don't really care, to be honest. Um, hopefully, the sort of disrespect that they constantly show Bulls is is fuel, to, especially for someone like DeRozan and Zach. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, to me, I just can't see where they've got Bulls losing another three games, because the games, a lot of the games we lost last year were very close as well, weren't they? A couple of buzzer beaters. Yeah. You know, and if, like I say, we can just bridge that gap between starters and you know the young core, basically. And then to me, that's that's more wins. That's not losses. That's wins. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean. And like, like you mentioned there about the clutch games, no, I believe two seasons ago we were third in clutch wins and last season we dropped to 16th, I think it was, in, in clutch wins. And even if we just meet somewhere in the middle, that's a handful of wins more than we had last year straight away. Yeah. I mean, the thing is the teams from sort of like Hawks upwards, bar calves, we give a good run for the money last year. Mm. It was the teams around, like Pacers, Magic, um, we lost to Hornets as well, didn't we? Raptors. 
they were the games we were dropping and they were the close ones. Jalen Suggs with that buzzer beater, mm-hmm. uh, Halliburton with a buzzer beater. Um, to me, we're a better team than Pacers are magic. We can definitely finish above them. And they're the teams we need to be looking at getting them extra wins. You know, we, you think we had 40 wins last year. We lost, did we lose three to Pacers and was it two or three to Magic? Yeah. You can turn so, them games around because we're more than capable. Then you're up to the 45 area, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, as a hopefully, is if we can carry on the team above us as well. But, you know, like I say, don't expect anything different from ESPN. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on it. No, uh, like I, I suppose I can move on. To, I hadn't covered the <clears throat> the lower end, um, but I've kind of joined into what you were saying there, really. The Bulls, uh, I think, have been a little hard done by there. I, I, you know, it's it's a it's a swing of what, eight games, is it? Swing, uh, six, seven? Anyway, it, it's a big swing. It, it's too much of a swing for a team that got better. Um, theoretically, it's the same core mm. and they've increased their firepower. They've increased their defensive toughness in in Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. Um, I don't see how it gets weaker. Okay, it may have been a bit of a falsehood that we were a top five team in defence ratings at the end of the season last year, but you've added defensive prowess in those two players. Even if you drop a couple of places, you're not going to slide drastically down the defensive rankings. It's not going to happen, and hopefully the firepower will help. Players that are already there will get better in the likes of Kobe White, Patrick Williams. And I just, I'm not expecting them to become world beaters overnight. You know, I'm, you've got to be realistic too. But I certainly don't see them being outside of the playoffs or certainly the play in. Yeah, it's, you know, to, to me, that is just too much of a fall off. From, from last year, what they're predicting. Um, especially when you think you've got DeMar coming in on the contract year. You know, Zach's hopefully coming in fully healthy. Kobe's, you know, he's sorted now. He had a good year last year. Surely he's only going to get better. You know, to me, there's just too many players on the team that are going to make improvements as well. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've got anything else now on it. No, I'm done. So, yeah, as um, as we announced at the start, uh, we have this partnership with USA Sports. USA Sports is a UK-based sports merchandise retailer. They cover the NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, as well as Formula One. From hats to hoodies, there's something for fans from everywhere. Chicago Bulls to Red Bull and everywhere in between. Check them out on all the socials and at usasports.co.uk and for 15% off, enter the code CREDUK at checkout. That's CREDUK for 15% off. So yeah, uh, something we're going to just bring in now until the sort of start of the season. Uh, we're going to try to. Kind of got the idea a little bit off Bulls lead on Twitter. A bit of Bulls yeah. trivia. And we just wanted to throw a couple of questions out or a question per episode. You know, drop your answers on Twitter or on YouTube if you're watching in the comments. And the first question is going to be from me. 
and it is. In 1979, which player did the Bulls miss out on by coin toss? That's in 1979, which player did the Bulls miss out on in a coin toss? Uh, like I say, answer on Twitter or in the comments. And uh, there's no prizes. It's just us thinking outside the box a little bit, I guess. Just a bit <laughs> of fun. To, uh, trying to improve everybody's knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, improving everybody's knowledge is what I've got at the same time. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this episode. Like I say, we are just basically trying to round off the off season and move into our next lot of content, um, which is our sort of predictions, expectations, and stuff like that. So, uh, if you've got anything else before we round it out, uh, no, I don't think I've got anything to add. So yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. Let's say answer the question. Uh, don't forget, Andy's Man Club. It's okay to talk. And I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Red UK, and we're on all the socials at C Red UK. And you can find me on Twitter at Neil C Red UK. On behalf of us both and the Fans First Sport Network, thanks once again to everyone for tuning in. Whether you're watching or listening, please do subscribe, rate, and review and give us a thumbs up on YouTube. From Matt and myself, remember, it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever you are in the world. Until next time, see red, people. Ah!